traveling the world searching for equestrians of all breeds. The journey starts now on the International Equine Network. Good St. Patrick's Day to all of our equestrian friends out there. Uh, we are having a great time here at the farm, painting the horses green, corned beef and cabbage. We're having a good time, a real good time. Um, the journey starts here today, and we are going to talk about, uh, since it's a festival festival day type thing, um, about the things in the, in the horse industry. And, you know, I keep talking every week and every week about it. It sounds like an advertisement, but, you know, we, we want people to go out and, and enjoy the equestrian events that could be in your area. And if you just Google equestrian events uh, for your area, you'd be surprised how many, you know, things that are out there that uh, you can go to for free. Uh, and, and this time of year, spring's rolling around all through uh, the, the north and in the Midwest, and, you know, it's good here in Florida year-round. So all the festivals are, are starting to uh, show up, and, and it's really a good thing to do. And one of the things that um, that I, I can't emphasize enough is how the equestrian facilities are accommodating uh, new fans and, and old fans and uh, just everybody in the industry, and they're stepping up their their programs that they have and they're building quality. You know, they say, if you build it, they'll come. And that's pretty much the attitude that the horse industry is doing uh, now. Almost uh, facilities like uh, Gulfstream park, for example, uh, quite a few years back, they um, came in and tore down the old Gulfstream and, and uh, built a new track and new grandstands and, you know, they've got um, a mall there. They've got uh, food uh, courts. They've got restaurants. Uh, you name it, they've got it there to accommodate, you know, the the um, uh, potential equestrian um, people that we have coming into the into the industry. And they're, they're making it nice for the backside and for, you know, the general public. And one of the places that, um, that I think is just a phenomenal place uh, that was built here in the last uh, several years. It's called Tryon Resort. It's uh, the uh, Tryon International Equestrian Center and Tryon Resort. Now, just take a listen and think about how big this facility is. I'm going to read you exactly what they have have there. They have a two hundred eighty thousand dollars, two hundred eighty thousand uh, square foot indoor complex. They have 3,500 seats in the indoor arena, 5,000 seats in the inter international arena. Uh, the arena uh, uh, is just amazing there, air-conditioned and, and fantastic for the, for the um, uh, equestrian uh, to train and show in, just unbelievable. They had a 3,400-seat 3, Tryon Stadium, 1,600 acres. They have 1,400 permanent stalls and tack rooms. They have 36 plus weeks of competition year round, four level cross country courses, 14 fully engineered rings, seven barns, 200 plus RV spots with full hookup, 50 room stable house inn, 44 one bedroom cabins, an 18 hole golf course and pool, 17 three- and five-bedroom cabins, 15-station uh, gun club, and eight on-site restaurants, one hour from Asheville, Charlotte, and Greenville. So you can't, be, you can't beat that. Uh, you go to that facility, and, and there, you don't have to leave it for anything. You can go there, and you can, you can watch all your horse events. Uh, there's just everything to do there. It's all right there. You don't have to leave, you know, and it's state-of-the-art state-of-the-art, and that's in uh, Tryon in, in North Carolina. And, the, and now, you know, it's time to start getting your um, reservations in and buying your tickets for the uh, Kentucky three-day event um, in Lexington. It's April 28th through May 1st, 
And this is a a great week because you're getting up into Kentucky. Uh, You know, it's derby time. Um, You know, they've got uh, racing at Keeneland, racing at Churchill. Uh, Then out at the Horse Park where the three-day event is located at, uh, they've got any and everything that you can imagine there uh, that week. Uh, You know, they've got great camping facilities. Um, They have the beautiful stadiums there. it's just it's it's great you know to to go there um the, the pricing is a little expensive uh but it's it's tolerable um if you go to uh, uh like I say the first thing i would do when i get there i'd go up to the uh to the information booth and you can get headsets uh there are headsets like you see for nascar um the they're rate right of one day rental is $25, two day rental is 40, three day is 50. And what these headsets are, are designed for is to let you know what's going on around the park. Uh, they'll be updating information as far as what, um, uh, event is starting and what an event is finishing. Um, you know, the food, uh, vendors that are there. Uh, it's a great way to walk around the park because then you're not struggling to trying to read a map and, and going back and forth, and it tells you everything that you need to know. Uh, and, and that's a great deal. Um, and that's something that's new to the horse industry, you know, the headset uh, type thing like they have for um, uh, NASCAR. And also we're getting there slow with trying to catch up uh, with what they're doing. Uh, the, gate, the gates open at 7 a.m. The event starts at 10.30 a.m. Um, a grounds admission ticket is required for access to the Kentucky Horse Park grounds the Kentucky Horse Park, the Kentucky Trade Fair, and parking. Uh, no parking passes will be needed to enter the general parking a lot. Uh, additional purchase of reserve stadium um, parking can be can be made. Um, you know, it, it's a great thing uh, when you go there. You, you get your, you, know, you get to park, you know where you're at, get into uh, the information booth, get your headsets on, and then it's a full day of doing whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go. They got them. The food is phenomenal. Uh, it's just, you can't, you can't ask for a better day. It's like an equestrian Disney world is, is what it would be like. Uh, so, you know, we'd hope that everybody starts looking at uh, their calendar and starts penciling in their vacation uh, on the things that they can do and places that they can go. Um, you know, it's kind of like going to Disney World for the first time. As soon as you get into the facility at the Kentucky Horse Park, you know already that you want to come back again. You, you know that's that's from the get go. You know already that you want to come back in, and they've got all kinds of things there. Um, they've got uh, demonstrations. They've got information. They've got a, a nice museum. Uh, they've got a great gift shop. Um, they have all the parking facilities from tent camping up to the big uh, diesel pusher RVs. Uh, they've got a great swimming pool there. Um, uh, it's just uh, everything that you can, can want. And they, they leave uh, nothing, um, uh, you know, for you to want when you leave there. Uh, you walk out of there a satisfied person. I guarantee it. I've been there many and many times. And uh, there's plenty of things to do there and places to go. And that's the three-day event, and April 20th starts April 28th, which is actually um, the start of uh, Derby Week at Churchill Downs, which is 93 miles away. So you can spend your time in Lexington, and then you can run down to um, Kentucky for all the Derby events, the Pegasus Parade, the Bloom Races, uh, the Chili Cook-Offs, you know, you name it, they've got it there for you to go to. And that's all within 93 miles of the horse park and it makes for a great, uh, you know, week long vacation. Uh, you'll be tired when you get done. That's for sure. And then, uh, we travel up, uh, uh, Northeast. Uh, we have the Devon horse show in County fair. It's the 121st anniversary gala. Uh, th- this is a great event to go to. It says, um, uh, join the celebrating, uh, the 125th, uh, anniversary of the Devon Horse Show and Country Fair. 
We hope to see you there in a, for a memorable black tie evening in dining and dancing uh, entertainment by Jack Faulkner Orchestra. And they also have an auction, too, there that, that's really good. Um, that's the Devon uh, Horse Show and County Fair. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things. I've been to that one several times, too. <laughs> and I, I tell you, uh, when you get there and you think about it, uh, just the horse industry in itself, how how important it is to our society and to our culture, and, and all uh, the Devon Horse Show is uh, something that is a sight to see when you go there. Uh, people from all over the world come to it. Uh, the Devon Horse Show at County Fair is the longest running and largest outdoor multi-breed competition in the United States. With the grandeur of Philadelphia's prestigious mainline setting, um, the stage of the event features a world-class field that annually ranks among the most prominent international uh, events in the world. It's just, uh, they, they have everything there. They've got uh, uh, world-class shopping. They've got rides, games. They have uh, multiple dining options. Uh, they have entertainment events. Uh, you got to mark your calendar uh, to go to that. Uh, it's May 26th through June 5th, and um, if you if you want to see how the equine industry operates and runs, uh, you got to go to the Devon to the Devon Show. Uh, it's a, a great place to go and things that uh, can be done by the whole family. Uh, you know, so I'm excited about it. I just wish I had time to to go to all these horse events, uh, you know, uh, well, you, you take, for example, if you go up to the three day, uh, Rolex at uh, Lexington, you're there at the end of April and you spend a few days there in Lexington. Then you go to 93 miles down the road to Churchill Downs and, um, you see that. And then by the time you get through with the Kentucky Derby and everything, it's time to roll on up to the Devon horse show. So, you know, you got two or three weeks there that you can really spend some time at. And, and it's really a great thing for the whole family. I'm going to encourage you to go on out and, and take a look at it. Um, now we're going to get into something here that um, I don't like to get into that often. But it's very important because it, it's about the integrity of the horse industry, especially horse racing and especially with the Kentucky Derby coming up. Um, over the last few months, there's been a lot of things and allegations that have been made about different trainers and, and both standard breads and, uh, and thoroughbreds about doping horses and uh, lawsuits and uh, you name it, uh, it's been, you know, through there. And one of the things that, uh, that I don't uh, really like is the fact that uh, when a trainer gets caught, uh, doing whatever, uh, you know, he's, he's doing and he goes to court and he's fined and found guilty, uh, of the, uh, charges that have been brought against him by the racing commissions or, you know, the race or the uh, association, you know, you should just say, okay, you know, this is what I got to do and what I, what I'm going to go through. And we're going to um, talk again about Bob Baffert this week in Medina spirit, um, he, his attorney, uh, has, uh, delayed his, uh, appeal to the 18th, April the 18th. And it, it, it appears to me, uh, that what, uh, Baffert's attorneys are doing are trying to get enough delays so that he can run his horses in the Kentucky Derby. And, you know, uh, the thing that really aggravates me the most is the fact that he's playing this game of trying to get uh, to the Kentucky Derby. By all rights, he was found here uh, a few weeks ago um, guilty, and he had sanctions placed against him for a ban in Kentucky for two years uh, of racing. He's not allowed to go there. He can't stable horses there. He can't send horses there with his assistant trainer or, you know, a family member or, or an owner or, or what have you. They have to be distributed out to 
other other trainers. And but the, it appears that these attorneys are trying to push the push the envelope so that Bob can run in in the uh, in the Derby this year. It says arguing for a stay of Bob Baffert's 90-day suspension from training. His legal team in a court filing made March 16th. That's the final administrative hearing is scheduled for April 18th now, about a month after the hearing for uh, set for March 17th in the Franklin County uh, Court before Judge um, Thomas Wingate. At Thursday's court date, Judge Wingate, Baffert's, uh, Baffert's attorneys, will ask him to stay uh, the trainer's suspension pending further adjudication arising from the disqualification by Stewart's um, uh, Zendan Racing Stables Medina Spirit from the 2021 Kentucky Derby presented by Woodford Reserve. Churchill Downs Medina Spirit finished first but was uh, placed last by Stewart for testing positive for an illegal uh, substance. Uh, you know, so we're sitting here, you know, looking at uh, they're going to decide today, um, you know, what, what goes on with this. But if he gets to stay, then you're the 18th of April, and then they'll probably try another one, and they'll probably just keep on pushing the envelope, you know, instead of getting the horses out to, um, you know, other trainers and getting them in a situation where they could run in the derby. You know, that, that would be a great thing. It says, uh, uh, and all the filings that I've seen, uh, you know, it doesn't look like that he's going to get, um, you know, what he wants. And, you know, I, and, and to be honest with you, um, pushing, pushing the envelope like that's bad for the business because it just shows you that they're trying to get around and they think that they're entitled and they're really pushing it around. And you got to start thinking about the horse itself. Um, and you got to think about the breeding rights to the horses, um, you know, for future racing for the horses. Um, you know, you don't want to be around uh, you know, controversy all the time with those horses when they come in, because by all rights, you know, when Bob gets a ninety-day suspension, he's got to he's got to give up the stalls, the stalls that he's had where he's training at. He's not allowed to go to the racetrack. He's not allowed to go to the races. He's not allowed to take any part in any activity that is related to the thoroughbred industry. And that's what I'm trying to say: is you drag this out over the year. Uh, from Medina Spirit uh, winning um, back and forth in court, um, you know it's just not right uh, for for the industry. Uh, you you stain uh, the Derby, you stain the horse racing, and to be and to do what he did in his career in a short time career from the early nineties, you know, to to date. Uh, Bob has done a tremendous amount. He's won a lot of races, and he's done good. He's a good trainer. I'm sure he's a good trainer. But now when you start seeing all these uh, um, medication violations come up and things of that nature come up, it makes you wonder, you know, what what did he do to get there? How did he get there? And, how, and more importantly, you know, how did he know that he was not going to get caught? You know, and, and that's what happened. And, you know, they're saying that a groom – rub some ointment on the horse, and, and that tested the positive. Uh, you know, and there was all kinds of things that, uh, you know, um, the medication was uh, in the stall of, in the hay or the straw. Uh, you know, it, it was just, it, it became a circus after a while of trying to find out how it happened. And there was even a reward offered to find out who was medicating these horses. You know, and, and so you start seeing all these things, and you don't know how many of them is true, how many of them isn't, but, you know, it's just constantly, you know, take take the medicine that you get from the Kentucky Racing Commission, get your days over with it and finish it out. And see if he would have done this a long time ago, he was he would be able to run in the derby, you know, but, he, but, it, but it didn't happen. And so now that's what we're kind of looking at, you know, uh, here in the next, uh, today, actually, uh, we'll, we'll know sometime this evening exactly what, uh, uh, what the Franklin court, uh, uh, judge, uh, Thomas Wingate says, um, 
you know, at Thursday's court date before Judge Wingate, Baffert's attorneys will ask him to stay the trainer's suspension pending the further adjudication arising from the disqualification of Medina Spirit from the 2021 Kentucky Derby. Uh, so they're, they're trying to, you know, push it as far as they can. You know, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of sad to see that, uh, you know, what's happening with it. And it's just, you know, it's just bad for the sport all the way around. So, we're, you know, that's what we're hoping, you know, that they can get that mess straightened out today and get some kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, a direction for it because Bob does has a lot, a lot of good horses for the Derby. He could win the Derby again this year. You know, he, he could really do that. And, and so, you know, it'll be interesting to see. And a guy that I work for and respect highly, um, he's had his ups and downs as everybody has in the business. But, um, Wayne Lucas, he came out, uh, uh, at the National HPBA Conference here recently. It says, uh, Lucas to the owners, hire trainers with integrity. That that was his opening statement for his speech that he had. And um, I really do uh, like what he said there. Uh, T. Wayne Lucas said March 2nd that owners could provide the first line of defense for horses racing integrity by ensuring the trainers they employ bring the highest standards to the game. And when we mean highest standards, making sure you hire the right people, that you have a good, clean, organized, uh, you know, game plan for your stable, and that you run horses where they they could win and not be shooting, you know, uh, trying to shoot for the moon. Um, and that's what I liked about Mr. Lucas. He always runs horses where they, where they belong. And he's not afraid to tell an owner, you know, hey, you know, your horse, this is what, what he can do. And this is where I think he can go. And this is how we should get him there. And, um, and the, the uh, owners really appreciate that. Uh, it's, it, it could help up clean up the sport a little bit. Have the owners interview the trainers, Lucas, Lucas said. They should talk to, uh, with them. Uh, the trainers and be comfortable that he or she is going to be honest, not put you in a bad spot. Pick a trainer you know is going to do an honest job and not get you in trouble. That was the main thing that he has, to, you know, he settles for is do that interview, get in there, research them, find out their background where they're going, stop by their barn, see their stable, see their employees, see how they look, see how it runs. If, if you start to see things of that nature uh, come around in the sport, then it'll really take take a, a hold. Um, I think that's the best thing to do is get in, uh, you know, the owners to start uh, backing um, these different little projects uh, that, um, that they should be uh, – uh, monitoring and, and go from there. Uh, make sure they got a clean operation. Stop in from time to time, uh, you know, unannounced. Uh, it's your horse. You can go and see him anytime you want, you know, stop into that barn and see those horses. Uh, don't let them know you're coming. Just let them know that, uh, you know, you, you're here for the day. Got out, out of the way and everything. So, uh, uh that's, that's the whole point of, the, of that, that comment and, in my opinion, is that um, they, they've got to do something to straighten this out. And a lot of times uh, uh, trainers and trainers that have money can go get these attorneys and try to delay and, and try to push the envelope a little bit. Uh, but for the majority of the trainers, they're not going to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on legal fees uh, to, to get to a point to where they know what's going to happen. And everything. So that that was something that we we're looking at. And, and you know, speaking of, uh, of that, uh, one of the things that uh, that I always get excited about is uh, the different programs that some of these racetracks are offering um, up. Um, one of the things that uh, that makes me really think about it is Del Mar is all is to offer the richest ship and win program yet. And meaning that they're they're uh, 
have um, incentive, financial incentives um, for people to ship their horses into Del Mar to race from all over the country and all over the world. And, and it's kind of a thing that, um, you know, a lot of owners and trainers uh, like to do, uh, you know, with uh, everything uh, uh, going up in prices, if you can get, go to a ship and win. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good, and we'll talk about that more next week. But it's the uh, richest uh, ship and wind program yet uh, at Del Mar, and that's what we're going to be talking about. And then one thing, good thing for us that um, uh, we had here at Palm Beach Downs, uh, life is good, and uh, Colonel Liam uh, starts with the Pegasus World Cup uh, Day at Gulfstream Park January 29th and settled into their barns at Maiden Race Course after flying overseas to compete in the Dubai World Cup on March 26th. Uh, the Twitter account of Todd Pletcher uh, showed a video of the two rolling in the bedding of their stalls uh, as soon as they arrived there. They left South Florida on March 14th. Uh, China Horse Club and One Star Farm, Life is Good, winner of the Pegasus World Cup Invitational Stakes presented by First Bet. Uh, and the grade one uh, is the headliner in the $12 million Dubai World Cup uh, presented by Emirates Airline. And, uh, you know, I tell you what, uh, that's going to be a great, great race. And then Curlin William will be in the $5 million turf uh, 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 sprint, actually. And nowadays it's all sprint when you get to the turf. Um, the Dubai World Cup, it's over 2,000 meters, which is a mile and a quarter on the maiden main track, while the Dubai turf is over 1,800 meters, which is a mile and an eighth on its grass course. Um, you know, <laughs> this is going to be interesting to see. Uh, I think they got a good shot up at, at it, especially with Life is Good, the way Life is Good has been running um, here recently. And then um, uh, it's getting close to derby time. We had um, we had the Tampa Bay Derby, and what I, I saw in the Tampa Bay Derby, it was a good race. Uh, it was a very good race. The, the favorite won the race, um, but unexpectedly, they had a very very poor speed rating. And when you the winner has a very very one of the lowest speed ratings of any of the stakes races so far this year, prepping for the Derby. So that tells you a lot of things there. Um, it, did he beat a bunch of bad horses, including, you know, himself? Or, you know, did they not take to the track? Uh, there's a lot of interesting things that are coming up with that. And uh, that was on March 12th. And so now it's going to be interesting to see where Classic Causeway goes from here. Um, he's going to need one more race uh, before the Derby. And all these horses in here will actually need one more race. Where will they show up at? And that's what we're going to be watching here because I think this is a good litmus test for the Derby prep races um, to watch where these horses go. Usually, a horse will win a big race, and and um, next thing you know, he's he's uh, off on the Derby trail, and they're trying to get uh, everything going. And you don't know how good he was if he was just that was the a fluke or, you know, did he really, you know, uh, is he really that good of a horse? Can he do it again? Uh, can he do it again and again against a 20 horse field in the Derby? So that's going to be interesting to see. So we're going to give you an update next week on, um, the Tampa Bay runners that ran in the Tampa Bay Derbies, which was one of the lowest speed rating races in a long time. And we've got some good derbies coming up here, um, and good races, uh, that are coming up. Um, March 26th, we have the UAE Derby that gets Derby points at Maiden Race Course on the 26th, same day that uh, Colonel Liam and uh, Life is Good is running. They're on that card. Um, we have the Louisiana Derby in the Fairgrounds, which is March 26th. Uh, that's 100 points uh, for the winners there. Um, then we have uh, the Sunland Derby, uh, which is March 27th uh, from Sunland Park. Uh, that's going to be a, a very, very interesting race. And then we really get down into the pressure races that, that are coming up. Um, you know, we're looking at a month away from the Derby, and we're looking at the Florida Derby at Gulfstream Park. 
Uh, we're looking at the Arkansas Derby at Oakland Park. We're looking at the Jeff Ruby Stakes April the 2nd at Turfway Park. And then really pushing the envelope to um, get into the Derby. Uh, we have um, the Wood Memorial and Aqueduct on April the 9th, uh, which I kind of like that for preparation for the Derby. I kind of like the Wood Memorial for that. Um, it kind of gets chance things. It's exactly uh, uh, three weeks and four or five days away from the Derby. Uh, and then we have the Bluegrass at Keeneland uh, on April 9th. We have the Santa Anita Derby on April the 9th at Santa Anita Park. And then, um, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, my goodness. I said, this is just, you know, you got to run. You win the Santa Anita Derby, which is great. Um, you, get, you get in there, and, and then you got to fly all the way across the country and you know, it, it makes it makes it tough. It's tough on a horse to do that. I've been there and done that, and it makes it real tough. Uh, the Bluegrass Stakes is a nice race. It, uh, it can be used as a tightener to tighten up for the Derby. Uh, then we have uh, uh, the Lexington Stakes, which has always been an interesting race to me um, there at Keeneland. It's on April the 16th. I, I like that race. Um, it, it's a good race to tighten a horse up in. Uh, it's one of those races that you can uh, look at as a, as a workout for the horse, uh, opposed to, um, you know, a, a race. I mean, it, of course, it naturally it's a race, but, um, you can look at it as a work for the horse because you're going to have to work him before the derby anyhow. And with being on the, um, uh, at Keeneland, uh, you're acclimated to everything. It's April the 16th. Uh, you know, you're looking at, um, two weeks, uh, three weeks away from the Derby. So um, that's that's what I think is kind of good when you're on that Derby trail. Because we're, we're down to the uh, down to the final weeks to get your Derby points. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, what happens and how it goes. We're going to be interested to see what happens with Bob Baffert today. Um, that's going to be the main, the main gist right there, what happens today, uh, you know, in that court. And then that will affect the uh, – uh, the Derby as a whole. And then w- one of the things that um, uh, we have on um, our website, it's a great movie, and, and it's going to be uh, coming down tomorrow. So today's your last chance to go to our website, intv.org, and, and watch it. It's called Seabiscuit, America's Legendary Racehorse. It's the full movie, and let me tell you something. It's a great movie to watch. You want to see something that will really uh, um, you know, tug at your uh, at your heart and make you uh, think about, you know, life in general. And it's a great escape, uh, to get away for, for a little bit and, and see what I exactly uh, is going on, uh, you know, with, uh, uh, the horse industry and how, how, how it really, how it really is. Um, for the 90% of the horse, uh, we can get all kinds of horse stories, uh, out, uh, like a sea biscuit or a secretariat or, or a war admiral. It's really great to see, you know, to do that. And then uh, to reiterate about the Kentucky Derby and um, and everything, uh, how did it get there? We got a good little um, short uh, snippet video of uh, Wayne Lucas at the wire, and he tells you about his experiences with the Kentucky Derby. Uh, it's really a, really a good one to see. Um, then, then we're getting into, uh, uh, you know, like I said, all the big shows, uh, on our Quest for Equine Global Program, the Long Jeans uh, Global uh, Champions Tour Grand Prix in Doha in the last month. Um, we have that uh, on there, and it's a great show to watch. And what I like about the Long Jeans uh, Global Champions Tour is they travel all over the world uh, to different cities. Um, uh, they go to Prague, Czechoslovakia. They go to uh, um, Hong Kong, uh, and, they, and I tell you, one of the really nicest ones is uh, the Miami, uh, the Miami show. Um, they actually build uh, the, the show venue right on the beach, so you're right next to the ocean, right on the beach. And that's and parking's a little difficult, but not impossible. Um, but it, it's a great one to go see. And you know, if you wanted to take some uh, friends and visitors. Uh, you know, to see it, um, you know, go, go down to see the, the Miami, 
Long Jeans Champions Tour uh, there in Miami Beach. You can go to our website and, and find out how to get there, find out all the information that's there, um, you know, to see. Uh, what, you know, I, I was sitting here the, the other day thinking about, you know, the, the Derby, and we're getting down to the last end of it. We've got to how they get there, and it gives you a little bit of what all is going on with it and everything. So um, I, I was just thinking, you know, how many people don't know about the Derby? How many people that can't figure, you know, out what to do? They're sitting at home saying, what can we do? Well, you know, we've got the Arkansas Derby, the Louisiana Derby, the Kentucky Derby, the Florida Derby, the Santa Anita Derby, the Sunland Derby. We've got all these derbies coming up. And I had a gentleman tell me the other day that his goal uh, on his bucket list, he's retired now, he said what he would like to do is he would like to go to many as the derbies as he possibly could uh, in his retirement travel all over the country. And uh, <laughs> I told him, I said, that's going to be interesting. And he said, you know, he said, I got the idea uh, from you. And he said, what I've done is he said, I bought, bought me an RV. And he said, I got me an RV. And he said, I can travel to all these equestrian events. And he said, not have to worry about, uh, you know, getting the vet for the horse or getting a horse uh, uh, shod, you know, from the blacksmith or you know, feeding him or cleaning the stalls and anything. He said, finally, he said, after after 50 years in the business, he said, I can literally go and uh, and enjoy um, the horse events as a spectator. And <laughs> I said, man, oh, man, I said, are you in for a ride and a half? I said, you're going to see some of the best country and the prettiest country in, in the world, and you're going to see them at the right time of year. And and that's what I like about it. You know, you got the springtime, and you get to see all in the northeast. You got the, the wintertime. You get to see here in the south. Um, you know, and, and it's really a great thing to do. So you know, he's got to take advantage of that. And, and that's what you know we're all here about is to get out and get that information out. And I told him to be sure to go to our website, and he can get MapQuest, um, and that'll get him to wherever he's going. Uh, MapQuest is one of the greatest things that a horseman can use. Um, we have uh, the Good Sam Club, uh, which is one, uh, which is great for um, uh, the horsemen because uh, they take care of repairs, towing. Uh, they take care of everything, uh, you know, for you when you're out on the road. And, and you get a lot of good discounts, uh, you know, with them. So uh, that, that's one thing that uh, uh, we try to do here. Hey, we got Walmart there. Uh, Walmart is really great. Uh, you know, they're everywhere, and you go to our uh, site and you click on Walmart, and they'll tell you how far you are away from one. And, you know, that's one of the things that uh, we, we offer here uh, for them. Uh, then my, my favorite is uh, every state has it, and what we have uh, on our site is uh, being here from Florida. We're always uh, touting Florida. Uh, Florida Fresh. It's uh, Florida, fresh from Florida. It's all Florida fresh, and if you go, um, uh, if you go to that website, it has a link visitflorida.com, and we're open 24 hours, seven days a week here in Florida, and it's really great. And they tell you where to go, and hotels, and events, and everything like the Florida Derby or the Tampa Bay Derby that, that we have here, you know, uh, this time of year in Florida. And the other uh, good thing about um, uh, what the horse industry is you have so many things you can do like, uh, at the, um, at, um, the Palm beach uh, winter equestrian festival, they have Saturday night lights and they have entertainment. They have music. Uh, they have show jumping. Um, it's all underneath the lights and it's a very great atmosphere to be there. They've got good foods. They've got shopping and at the winter equestrian Fe festival there in, in Wellington. And it's really nice to, nice to see. Uh, you know, um, that that venue in itself. And, and having said that, um, taking into consideration that they are passing the law to uh, keep daylight saving time at set at where we're at now. This would be the standard uh, time year-round for us um, where we have later hours in the afternoons and evenings 
and you know it gets it stays a little dark early. You know, it gets dark here in Florida where we're at about seven thirty, and it's really good to um, uh, you know to go to uh, these events and know that you won't have to be traveling back home in the dark, and it's a little safer, you know, to, to do that. And so that, that's what we're looking at there. Um, you know, on our flying turns on the website, we have a, a, a great race day. It's from Auckland, New Zealand. Um, and it shows you how similar racing is in New Zealand uh, to here in uh, the United States. And it, it's really a good little uh, visit there to, to watch. Uh, then, of course, we have Chucker TV, uh, which gives live and tape uh um, equestrian events, you go to Checker TV and you can watch them. They're really good. Uh, you know, they're um, one of the things that uh, we offer on here is uh, to go behind the scenes of uh, Farms of the Week uh, to see how they up and how they operate. Uh, you know, it's just uh, unbelievable when you can get sit down at a computer and TV and kind of go to the horse industry, see what it's like. Um, you don't get uh, bit up by bugs, and uh, when you go to our website, you don't have to smell the smell of the horses. You don't get rained on. You don't get cold. Um, you know, you don't get sunburned, but uh, you know, at least you can take a tour in the horse industry and see what it's about. And we'd like for you to, to call us at 323-744-4184, or 4841. That's... Um, Three two three seven four 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 eight four one, and uh, ask us any questions you want about the equine industry, and uh, we'll tell you the truth, and we'll tell you how to answer your problem. You know where you can go and the people that you need to see to do that with. Uh, you know that's what we would like to do uh, with that. And then if you have any suggestions about, uh, um, you know what you'd like to see. Uh, you know, on our website or on our shows and everything. If you'd like to participate on our shows, if you'd like to become an announcer, uh, you know, or a guest, uh, a guest announcer, um, if you'd like to get involved with us here, uh, at, um, International Equine Network, we'd be glad to have you. Um, because I, I'm doing this all by myself. Um, basically had no experience in, in websites and, and broadcasting. And I've kind of been working my way through it. We've been doing it for over a year now, you know, and it's time that we get, uh, get some people in here that can add to the programming. And, and uh, you know, I'd be glad to, uh, you know, call, uh, talk to you. Um, call me at 561-466-1270 uh, or email me at uh, international, uh, equine TV, uh at gmail.com. And you can and you can talk to us about that. Uh, and a little bit more about uh, uh, my horse. Uh, don't own a lot of him, but own a little bit of him. Um, we we kind of got on the road to the Kentucky Derby. His name's Iron Works. He's a distorted uh, humor uh, colt, three-year-old. Um, we're excited about him. The first time out at Gulfstream, um, he won a maiden special weight, going six furlongs, and he won it easy. And so, we, you know, it gave us hope in, in that dream uh, of being on the Derby Trail was already, um, you know, was was there, you know, that every everybody gets, you know, that has a three-year-old colt this time of year. And uh, there's over 30,000 three-year-olds out there now, and only 20 of them are going to make it to the Kentucky Derby. But, you know, we, we were in a position to start heading that way, and so we did. So the next race that he ran... Uh, uh, he ran third. Uh, it was going uh, a mile at Gulfstream, and he was in pretty good company uh, both races. Uh, he didn't uh, quite like the, the dirt in the face, and it was a, a full field. He had an outside post position, and uh, <laughs> he kind of didn't like the dirt in his face, and he, when he got around the, to the head of the stretch, he saw the crowd and kind of looking around there, and so... Uh, you know, but but he did finish third. He was closing, and I like to think that he was closing. And I know the two that were in front of him uh, weren't backing up to him. They weren't they weren't tired. He he was closing on them. And normally normally 
when you see a horse that's closing real real quick, um, he's passing a lot of tired horses. But the two in front of him weren't tired. They were solid, legitimate, um, potentially uh, derby horses uh, that, that beat him. And so uh, Todd Pletcher, the trainer, um, he's going to uh, ship uh, Ironworks. He's going from Palm Beach Downs here in Delray to Keeneland on April the 2nd. And he's going to run in an allowance race at Keeneland on April the 9th. So that'll give him a week to settle in to Keeneland and, and see what all's going on there. And um, He's a Kentucky bred, so he'll be going back to Kentucky. And uh, Keeneland's not too far from Spencer Farm where he was foaled So, you know, maybe he'll recognize or, you know, have some good memories of days gone by, you know, in, in his his life. So um, that's what, um, you know, we're looking there for him. But uh, uh, that's all part of MyRaceHorse.com, and uh, they're great people to, to get involved with. And, and um, Todd Pletcher is a great guy to, to train, and he, he's very good at what he does. I uh, came up underneath uh, uh, and alongside of Todd Ple- of um, D. Wayne Lucas. And, and so it was. it's really uh, exciting for me this time of year, um, you know, to, to be involved as an owner, um, in a horse, uh, and it's kind of, it's better than playing golf cause I'm not a good golfer. Uh, you know, so I, that's what I like about it. And then coming up here towards the end of the month, um, the sales, uh, at OBS and, and Keeneland, uh, horses are going out the roof. Uh, we've had, uh, at the OBS sales here, uh, last week, I had a couple of horses that sold for a million dollars. They were New York breads. Uh, they were really, uh, you know, nice looking horses. And that, that's another thing. Uh, our last call that we have on IEN is, uh, you could have gone up to Ocala and you could have seen these horses go through. And that, and that's rare. I mean, they do have horses that sell for a million dollars or more, but it's very rare. And so to be up there is kind of exciting to watch the crowd and watch the people that are bidding on the horses and, and see who they are and, you know, see what, uh, just what's going on with them. But um, the passage Tipton Gulfstream sale, uh, I, I've always liked this, this sale. Uh, it's Wednesday, March the 30th, um, at, uh, tw- uh 2 PM. Uh, it's, it's really, really a good, good sale. Um, beautiful facility there at Gulfstream. Um, like I said, uh, they've got restaurants and, uh, they've got simulcasting and you name it, they've got it there. But that's on March the 30th at 2 p.m. And the under tax show is Mar- uh, Monday, uh, March 28th. And when they say under tax, that means that you can go out in the morning and uh, they start at 9 a.m. and all the horses in the sale, uh, that'll, that'll be, uh, going through the sale ring on the 30th are there, and they do a three-eighths of a mile work is what they do. And uh, there will be 103 horses going out to work that morning, so it goes really quick. And you can go out there and you can have breakfast set right at the, uh, you know, uh, side of the track, and uh, you can watch them uh, work. And they tell you who's coming on the track and, you know, the breeding. You can grab a book and, and look at them and make notes with it. But uh, that that's going to be on... Uh, March 28th at 9 a.m. at Gulfstream Park. And uh, who knows, you might see the uh, uh, next year's Derby winner in it uh, because these are two-year-olds, and this, this literally um, helps owners start uh, on uh, how they get there. Um, this is part of one of our segments on how they get there is the sales. And um, it, it's kind of exciting to see, uh, you know, what's there, how much talent's there, and kind of go from there and make notes on it. So that, that's what I, I'm, I'm excited about. Um, so many things going on now with, uh, with our horse business. Um, you know, this time of year, uh, it, it, you kind of get yourself together. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about things and, uh, places to go and, you know, mostly it's been about thoroughbreds, but, um, we got coming up, uh, uh, in Virginia, the Point to Point Foundation, and it's a good organization. Um, they, their schedule just came out, and uh, that I that I just got. Um, they March Saturday, March fifth, they uh, started at one p.m. 
the rain date would be March 12th, uh, 1 p.m. Um, the, it's at, uh, uh, I mean, it's just uh, all kinds of things here. They've got steeplechasing. Um, they've got, uh, just to go through this, they have uh, the Warrington Hunt Point to Point Hunter Pace on the, April 24th. Uh, Saturday, March 26th, they had the Piedmont Foxhounds Point to Point Hunter Pace, uh, which is re- that's really exciting. Uh, they have the Old Dominion Hounds Point to Point. The Middleburg Spring Race Meet comes up uh, April 16th. Uh, the 17th, they have the Blue Ridge Hunt, uh, Hunt Point to Point. Uh, they have the Foxfield Spring Race Meet April 23rd. Uh, so, you know, it, it goes all the way through to October, uh, uh, end of October, where they have the International Gold Cup race meet, and then they have the uh, uh, Mount Pelier race meet in November 5th, and that, that's their uh, spring and fall schedule there. And it's nice to go see beautiful area, beautiful area um, there in uh, in Virginia. And it's just uh, great place to go um you know i can't emphasize enough you don't have to know a lot about the horse industry to go out and enjoy it and instead of watching it on tv go out and take you know participate go out and see what all is there go to the polo matches where you can tailgate right next to the polo field and get up and close and in person and go out and stomp the divots down when they have their breaks uh, you know, it's really good there to see that. Um, we're getting a new name and a new look to Palm Beach International Equestrian Center. Um, it's going to be something different here. Uh, Saturday, March 26th at 7 p.m., turn in, tune in to the Palm Beach International Equestrian Center dot com to watch live re- uh, rebranding revealed. Um, they're going to have the hundred forty thousand dollar captive one advisors one point five meter series final, and then the Palm Beach International Equestrian Center is located at thirty four hundred Equestrian Club Drive in Wellington. Now they're going to be renaming the Palm Beach International Equestrian Center, and I'm excited because I mean I I got people out all over the place, and we're at uh, Wellington all the time, and there's no rumors. There's no, hey, what do you hear? There's none of that. It's all being kept pretty quiet. But uh, that that would be something to exciting to watch. Uh, and if you go in uh, to um, um, at seven o'clock on March 26, uh, go to uh, Palm Beach it's pbiec.com and tune in, and you'll see the re- the rebranding revealed. And knowing the people that uh, that are up there. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what they do. Now, it's my understanding that uh, they have a new company that owns uh, Palm Beach International Equine Center, and that's why they're getting the new rebranding up there. So it it ought to be really interesting to see. And it's my understanding that it's a Dutch company that uh, is pulling the strings on uh, on, uh, everything that goes on up there. And I'm going to be uh, excited to see that. and March 26th is a lot of days. Uh, Arkansas Derby, uh, you know, the Louisiana Derby. It's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, what, what comes out with them there. And, and also, but again, like I said, there's so many things that are available in the, in the horse industry uh, that you can see. Like you can come out here to Sunshine Meadows and uh, see what we have to offer out here. Uh, Saturdays is a good day to come out. Um, last week it was really windy and and uh, had a lot of um, you know weather issues, but uh, we had our artists were back last weekend. Um, they were here uh, with their paintings and and um, you could talk to them and and ask them questions and see how they do things. And um, I was talking to an artist up in Kentucky, and <laughs> of all things, and I guess this. Uh, the artist is a good artist, and it made the painting even more valuable than it was. Um, but she ha- actually has dirt from the uh, Churchill Downs off the track at Churchill Downs 
that she mixed into her paint. And when she painted the stretch and the finish of the race uh, that she was painting at Churchill Downs, in the paint was actually the dirt that she mixed into the paint from Churchill Downs. So, you know, that was a unique thing. So you see all kinds of things like that, uh, you know, that, that were here. I said, I never heard of anything like that. But, man, I'll tell you what, uh, somebody's going to have a painting to talk about. And that, that'll be for sure. Not only the artist, but the person that buys it and everything. So, But, you know, again, like I said, there's so many things out here, so many um, magazines that you can go to, and especially online now. Um, you can go to um, places online now like uh, the Chronicle of the Horse. Um, that's a great magazine, good online website they have. And, and um, they do a, a fantastic job um, how to, um, you know, what's all going on in the show horse industry. Um, uh, I, I, I tell you, I just get so in, in immersed in uh, what I, uh, the horse industry. I'm always seeing new things and better things. Um, you know, like up in Root and Riddle in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, now when you take horses in, uh, you can do an MRI, you can do a PET scan, you can do a CAT scan. And what it does is it gives that, that, those images, uh, sometimes 3D image, images of, um, things that uh, could be wrong with a horse. And, uh, it puts its finger right on that injury. And, and it's a great deal. You know, it's a great deal for the money. When you go up there, you know exactly what's wrong with your horse and where to go from there. It's the best care that you could give give a horse. And uh, and you'd be surprised. I tell you what, I know a lot of people that will sacrifice a lot of things, you know, for their horse just to make sure their horse is really taken care of. And and so when you got companies like uh, Rudin Reddle in Lexington, which is one of the best um, uh, facilities in the world, you know, to take a horse to for veterinarian services. Uh, you know, now now they're stepping it up a notch and getting MRIs, CAT scans, PET scans, uh, you know, everything that they can do. Um, and that's that's what we try to do here is get that information out. Hey, stop by when you're up at the horse park or Keeneland in Lexington or in Louisville. Stop by and see them at Rudin Riddle in Lexington. Uh, you know, they're not going to turn you away. They'll... they'll give you a how-do and tell you a little bit about what they do and uh, where they're going. And also, that's that's what we're trying to get at. Um, just remember, we got um, Tryon's going to start their spring meet, uh, North Carolina, which is um, uh, May 4th through the 8th, May 11th through the 15th, May 18th through the 22nd, uh, the 25th through the 29th, and, 31st to June 5th, and then uh, June 7th through the 12th. And so, you know, every weekend we've got a, a horse event somewhere, somehow, doing something. And um, that's what we would like to have you get out there and visit with all these different events and take it uh, the family out. Um, come to our website. Let me know what kind of uh, uh, movie you'd like to see. Uh, we'd like to have that in. And then remember, next Saturday, uh, next Thursday, you can call us at uh, 323-744-4841. Call me direct at 5, uh, 466, uh, it's 561-466-1272. You know, or shoot us an email at ien, uh, TV, equine TV at um, com. So that's it for us for the week. We struggled through another week. Um, look forward to seeing and hearing from you next week. And tomorrow, uh, next Thursday, is going to be uh, devoted to uh, thoroughbreds. It's going to be our all-thoroughbred show because we've got a lot of things that are coming up here in the next few uh, in the next few weeks, and we want to give uh, give you that. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, it's going to be a good show. And so go to bbsradio.com, um, go down to Thursday's International Equine Network at one o'clock, and you'll you'll be you'll be surprised what you see uh, then. So until next Thursday, equestrians, 
enjoy uh, enjoy your week. Uh, do some equestrian things with your family, and uh, tune in next week. Thanks for being with us. <laughs>